T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. In both games, especially the, the second game against Pittsburgh, Belichick was devoting time to the offense, you know, crouched in front of them, back to the field, the way he would so frequently do with the defense when he would sit there and go, slants and in cuts, that's the game. Because McDaniels had it. It was it was done. And, and the notion, we've had so much conversation about Mac Jones this week, and I'm really dumbfounded by the notion of his Mac regressing and if so, why so, and how bad is this going to hurt him long term. It's two games, and they are dropping from McDaniels to guys who have never done it before and have multiple responsibilities. And Belichick has now jumped in. I don't think anything here has to do with Mac Jones. Love it, love it, love it. Now, I said that in the first segment of the show at 9 o'clock, and you berated me for not taking a side, that you asked me, is Mac getting better or getting worse? And Tommy Curran there, I don't know if that was with us or where that was. I was on uh, Merloni, Fourier, and Mego. Beautiful. So, you know, we can't judge Mac either way is what... Great. Tommy Curran is saying. So Red Sox baseball? It's not It's not a non-comment. It's a comment on the rest of the offense and what Mac is dealing with. Right. So do you think they'll have a good coordinator next year on offense? I still think Billy O is coming back. Okay, well, that's despite clearly... The, despite the reports. So you don't believe those reports. So at what point will they either have a competent offensive coach or ta- talent and weapons around him? Because until then, you agree the offense won't be good. Well, they won last week, and the offense had the signature drive based on good play calling, you got to give it to them. They got the job done. They got the ball with 6.33 to go and knelt it out, basically. Right, and that defense against Jacoby Brissett did what? The defense against Jacoby Brissett. Oh, you mean <clears throat> Steelers defense. Right. Um, I would say Brissett looked much better than Mack against the same defense. <laughs> it was a close game. It was a close game. A different game. Obviously a different game. That's why I'm asking your opinion on it. I thought the Patriots showed they have some ability on offense. They can run the ball. Agree with that? Exactly yeah, said, what Dante said last week. I agree. Ramondre Stevenson's going to have a big game tomorrow. So good. Give Patricia some credit. They found what works. You just We just said that Bill Belichick engaged in the offense, and that's what turned it around, and now you want me to give Matt Patricia credit. Okay, give B- Belichick credit. Ultimately, he's the guy that makes yeah, the decisions I, and the calls. I, I said I love it. That's great news. If Bill Belichick is coaching the offense, that's much better news than Matt Patricia or Joe Judge. Plus Hoyer's contributions those, on those, the sidelines. Those Giants, boy, do they miss Joe Judge. Oof. I'll tell you what, McDaniels doesn't look so good. Uh, you know, So the, the golden boy who's gone, they don't really miss him that Who much. Who calls him the golden boy? We both thought it would be a significant loss. You were the guy that was humping his leg last year I saying he, was he likes the school systems. He's not going to leave. <laughs> I didn't he goes he to the worst school systems in the world. I thought he was the heir apparent here. It's not about a Maybe sc- he should have stayed. <laughs> 
Maybe he should have stayed. I, I think he'll have plenty of money, just like Charlie Weiss and Bill O'Brien, the guys that Tom Brady and Rich are all going to do well. Think all the weapons he has. He's got the best receiver in football. You know what? He has He's a got guy, Hunter Derek Carr. You know He's how got a great he, tight end. They're zero and two. We have, yeah, I agree. Matt Patricia, who you hate, is one and one. What would the Patriots' record be against the two teams they lost to? Two and zero. Oh. Who they play? The Chargers. They beat the Chargers last year. Right. Do you think they would have beaten the Chargers this year? Sure. Okay. Then you're not going to have an. Well, Herbert's injured already. Anyway, um, I believe the other we, we had a, we had a we had a conversation off of a PMT discussion or PFT, whatever the hell it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, is Mac the guy? Yes. And Derek Carr. Is not the guy. Never has oh, been. Like never Carr. will be. See that hurts because I like Carr. Oh, he is such a wuss. When he got all butthurt about the was Brady <laughs> saying he was the guy that you look like. Derek Carr is never going to win a damn thing. He's a Fresno State number accumulator, not a winner of any kind. I would be shocked if Josh didn't move on from him soon. Seriously, through two games now. Forget about Mac. Maybe maybe Tom Kern is right. It's less about Mac. It's more about just the general team and you know what you've seen so far. The apparatus. The apparatus in general. Do you feel better or worse about them? The organization? Yes. Much better today than I did in the preseason. Definitely. I thought that this was not going to be a representative team of any kind. Week one was very uh, disheartening. But Bill Belichick was right in hindsight when he said it was a couple plays because it was a couple plays. We even saw the Dolphins light it up against the Ravens. Right. The defense... The defense has been um, much better in terms of utilizing zone in the secondary, trying to, you know, manage, mitigate the damage of a guy like Tyreek Hill. J.C. Jackson and Stephon Gilmore have not been talked about much. Nope. And not it, nobody's saying they have a great group of corners. Ty Law kind of mocks them every Tuesday with you guys, but they've gotten, they've gotten by. But I have to say that Trubisky is awful. I mean, he is just... Mm-hmm. Awful. So you have one of your two games against an uh, an offense with the Steelers that is not very good with a quarterback that is putrid. Yeah, I I can't say they're the worst in the league because they do have some skilled players, but their line is terrible and Trubisky stinks. It just was. Anyway, so what you really, what what the first two weeks do is that we view, I view the Patriots on a very difficult scale of what I've seen the last 20 years. On the Brady scale. Well, I mean, I mean, I would even say that, you know, Brady or not, the early 2000s or the later, the latest teams, a bad year for the Patriots was 10 and 6 for the last 20 years, by and large. But the rest of the NFL is not very good. Like, you have the Ravens in town this weekend. You think of the Ravens, you think they're going to be a tough, you know, hard-nosed team. They're really they're bereft of talent on offense. They're not healthy, and I don't know much about anything on their team besides Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and if you listen to you know Lock and Four as you alluded to earlier, you know he's a guy that is the most talented player on the field. But he was dinged up this week. He missed practice. He had a sleeve in his arm. So who knows? Their running backs are out, right? You know, and then you have the Packers the next week. Everybody thinks, oh, you got to go to Green Bay and place the Packers. Well, look at their team. I mean, it's going to be a mash unit. So. I, I, the Patriots are not a championship team, but the rest of the NFL is not very good. And if they can just make improvements, that's why I don't understand why people are okay with them playing with one arm behind, tied behind their back. Like if they just added a little bit of talent, they could. They well, could, they tried to add Parker, and I thought it would. I, I guess I was. They fooled. did add Parker. I know they tried to add a guy they thought was a talent. It turns out he's not looking much like a talent right now. Well, why would the Dolphins, with a new set of people, trade a person that was going to thrive, thrive with the Patriots? Because they brought in Tyree Kill. I thought, okay, they there's only they could only trade him to teams within their division. They have to unload him, right? And there's if he's a good player, why would they trade him in the division? Yeah, 
I mean, you could be right. Maybe they think he's. Maybe they knew what we what we should have known, but, or I should have known. But you just jump on it because it was something that you could. Well, jump I on. saw him with my own eyes torch Gilmore in the last week of the year, and I thought, man, this guy is good. So, you remember the year Stephon Gilmore had? He was a defensive player of the year. So candidate. why didn't the Patriots sign Ryan Fitzpatrick? He torched Gilmore that whole drive. Nah, but that was one on one. That was one on one. Who and he threw was the open, ball? And he was open. Like it's not. He had separation that day. He was clearly open and schooled him. But that was the final week of the regular season three years ago. Right, but I thought he might harness some of that. So I'm. And, I'm and didn't you say the Patriots intentionally lost that game because of Brady? So no, how was no. he? How was he really that great if they were trying to lose? Well, the defense didn't. Brady oh. threw it on offense. Oh, okay, but that's discouraging to me. The O line is definitely better. I mean, are you? I don't know if we're ready to anoint Cole Strange. Probably overreaction this week, but he looked good. The first round pick looked good. Duggar and Strange, the small school guys. You got to give Bill credit on that. He has picked some winners. Okay. In, in recent would drafts, you rather that's have a, good. Would you rather have traded for a top-end receiver or draft a guard that you needed because you traded Shaq Mason? Yeah, it's. I agree. The Shaq Mason decision is perplexing. But what is? What, what but, are they going to do with Cole Strange? Who cares about celebrating a guard? Well, they won based on Cole Strange and, and the offensive line. That's <laughs> what, how they won the game this year. What week. are they going to win this year based on the offensive line? What's the ceiling of this organization? They just won a game based on it. I'm asking you, what's the ceiling? They can beat Buffalo. Keep the ball away from can, Josh Allen. Can you answer the question? What is it? What? What? what if everything goes right, ten wins, and they lose in the first round of the playoffs, depends who they get. So they're not going to reach the AFC Championship game. I wouldn't bet on it. No. Okay. So then, what are we doing here? You're building Mac for the future. So you're building a solid unit, a solid offensive line. You created an issue where it didn't exist. Then you needed to they utilize got younger. It was a it was a pick for the future. You got younger at the position. I'm just trying to give you Bill's standpoint. I, I don't want Bill's standpoint. I'm asking you what your opinion of it is. That's my opinion. That's, That's what why Dale you used it. to do forever. Dale would always say what the team thought. I don't care what the team thinks, Dale. Well, it look. My opinion is it looked good last week. You're saying the Steelers stink, so I don't, don't take anything out of right. it. Right, they stink. No, well, the defense is okay. How many points did Brissett put up against that defense? Yeah, they got hot in the second half. It was close at the half. They're not even the same team without T.J. Watt. Yeah, that's true. I I agree. So, but will the Ravens game tomorrow give you a better? Uh, would you, if it's is that a good win? Of course, because uh, you just disparage their lack of talent yeah. at every position. If they're two and one with their starting with two games on the road with this apparatus in, in terms of the offensive play calling system, I would say that is a rousing success. You'll give Bill some credit. Of course, Bill and I are friends. We talk more than you two. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it, Bill. Oh, he loves will, me. Will you give Patricia some credit? No, hell no. So you think it's just Bill calling the plays? Right. And you'll never give, no matter what happens this year, Patricia and Judge get no credit. I'm not going to worry about the day when I have to give Matt Patricia credit because I think I'll be 102. Okay, so let's go to Mac. So that's what Tommy Curran said. And maybe he's right. Maybe there's too much attention on Mac this week. However, he did not look good. I got to give, he did not look good in week one. And last week he threw a pick that maybe was 80% his fault. The worst throw, uh, the, the two worst throws of the year were last week. One was an incomplete pass that was intended for a Pittsburgh defensive back that dropped it inexplicably. Mm-hmm. And the other was that throw. I mean, just a horrible throw to Devontae Parker. I mean, just – I love The one that I, Sutton almost picked? No, the one – Oh, the pick. The, actual yeah, the pick. worst throw was the one that Sutton almost picked that he should have picked. Mm-hmm. The second worst throw was the interception where Gresh said it was like a punt. Like, what are you talking about? It was a punt. <laughs> and it was effectively a punt. It's a good point by Gresh. But we all agree Gunner – the fumble by Gunner was the biggest play in the game by far. They might have lost that game because of Mac. But, but this is my issue with if you, not Kev. For that if I would like to get this on the table and, and nip it in the butt. Okay. 
You you are looking for reasons to support the Patriots. You are not. I giving, am not. Of Why? Of course. You said they traded for Devontae Parker, and you're like, oh, I, th- I wanted it to be successful. I didn't want it to be. I thought it would be. I watched him with my own eyes. And, and so he how many really you, good? Against, you said this team is going to win eleven games. Yes. I'm based on 10. what? I'm down to ten. Based on Belichick being the best coach in the in the league, and a good defense, Judon. Well, who was the coach last year? Bill, and he made the playoffs. You just said they're going to win 11 games based on Bill being the best coach in the league. Yeah, and they added Parker, and I thought that was big. <laughs> Why? That's such a bizarre take. And it was year two for Judon. I thought he'd be, or John Smith, I thought he'd be better. I thought some of the, the free agent guys would settle in a little My bit My guy better. Mac, the other Mac on the defense, playing big. Who's that? Mac Wilson. Oh, Mac Wilson. He, I gave you credit on Twitter for that. God, you didn't even respond. I don't, I don't really like engage pretend, on that. Pretend day. like you don't know me. It's beneath. Let's go to the phones. <laughs> Usually you pretend you don't know me. Chris <laughs> in New Bedford. Hi, Chris. Hey, what's going on? How hey, are Chris, you? how are you? Uh, Curtis, I, I have a bone to pick with you. Did you just say that the rest of the NFL is, quote, not that good? The the middle of the NFL is pretty mediocre. All right. All right, fair enough. But, like, this whole offseason, you've been saying that the conference, the AFC, is the strongest it's been in your lifetime, and you even compared uh, Mahomes versus Allen, or it might have been Herbert and Allen, like, you know, Manning and Brady back in the – in the early 2000s. So which one is it? I mean, you get... Well, well the top... Great of the, point. Why did you hang up on him? I didn't touch it. God in heaven, you're going to cause me to walk out. I did not hang up. I, I certainly didn't. <laughs> what, what a smart guy. I wanted to go back and forth with him. Smart guy. He was ripping you. It's great. Well, you had good point points. I, yes. I, I, listen, I'm usually wrong. However, uh, the the middle class is basically non-existent in the NFL. <laughs> they, there is the haves and the have-nots right now. And you have the Buffalo Bills... I have to God, say, they God, look amazing. I was so wrong about the Chiefs last offseason. I hate them, so I wanted them to suck. I hate them a little less without Tyreek Hill, I have to say. And Mahomes is the best player in football. Like, he is uh, the reason I was so, you know. Yeah, but who have they beat? They, they have not beat elite teams. I, I'm telling you, you, you watch Mahomes. I don't care who they're playing. He is so, when he's on, there's nobody in his on his level. I know Josh Allen's great. Believe me, he's great. But uh, Mahomes is just, there's something about, I don't know. He's spectacular. The 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 Chiefs. Who's the third best team in the AFC? The third best team in the AFC. So you go Bills, Chiefs, and nobody in the AFC North. Nobody in the AFC South. It's really a two horse race. I really think I would I would say that because of Herbert, I'm an idiot because they have a bad coach and they lose games. But if they can figure out on the defensive side, if J.C. Jackson gets healthy, if Asante Samuel Jr. can hold on to an interception, I would say they are the third best team in the AFC. But after that, there is this huge – look at the AFC South and the AFC North. You have the Colts, the Jaguars, the Titans, the uh, – who's the other team in the AFC South? Colts, Jaguars, Titans, and Tex- Texans. Texans. Suck, 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 suck. <laughs> AFC North, the Browns, the Steelers, the the Bengals, who are 0-2, losing to the backup quarterback of the Cowboys – and you have the um, the Bengals. Bengals still might be the third best team in the conference. They're just a bad start. It's if the Patriots beat any of those teams, it would not be an upset of any kind. No. So that's half the conference is awful. Do they have a better chance to beat the Bills or the Chiefs? The Patriots have a better. Jeez, uh, I would say the Chiefs. The Bills have been unstoppable. I know. And Are the know. Dolphins the third best team in the conference? No, no, not with two, not with two. They or. might be. It's all quarterback. They're you, fourth. I'd put Bengals third, Dolphins fourth. Where are the Chargers? I'm not big on the Chargers. They're fine. 
The Chargers aren't a better team than the Dolphins. Patriots beat them last year. I'm asking you a simple question. No, I think the Dolphins, I think now that they got Tyreek Hill. If the, if, if the Chargers played the Dolphins on a neutral field, they'd be at least a touchdown favorite. I mean, I like Herbert better than Tua. I'll give you that. I mean, not like the quarterback's an important spot or anything. Do you see Waddle and Tyreek every week? That is an unbelievable. The Patriots punch. basically held them in check, if not for the brain fart at the yeah, end of the half. Great job by Bill. I agree. But last week they got loose. They sure did. And they're going to do that a lot of weeks. But they were also down three or four scores. So a couple of those were kind of, you know, prevent defense Is it a 60-minute game or not? I don't know. Every every inch out there counts. All right, 617-779-7937. Your thoughts on the Pats and Mac through a couple weeks. Too much focus on Mac? Is it not enough focus on Mac? Um, where do you see this team through a couple weeks? Also, tomorrow's game against the Ravens. If they win that one, is it legit? Is that a... Uh, Measuring stick game, can you say? Is it a swing game? And are you back in? Did the win last in? week? Were you sort of on the periphery? I like that. Nice days. Are you now? You know, they've they've sort of. You heard Danny in hour one. Danny from Quincy is watching tomorrow. Oof. You skipped the first two weeks. Do you think that Bill will will struggle knowing the pressure of having Danny watch? <laughs> and uh, No Moss Gathers has unearthed some sound of Tatum talking about Joe Mazzulla. Pretty good answer. I want to play that for you next as well. But here's Nick with what's trending. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search, then download. This is Ken and Curtis on W-E-E-I. Curtis, up until 12.05 today, Pats Ravens, Ime Udoka drama, Missoula in, discussing it all here on your Saturday, 617-779-7937. First fall Saturday. Oh, that's a great point. Great point. Although nice weather, will the ratings be back? Are people back in? Are Pats fans reinvested after a win? I know. I'll be very excited. I can't wait. I'm going to be in Florida for the week leading up to the Thanksgiving Day game. Booked the flights last week, so I'm going to be able to watch the game with David in Florida at Duffy's. We recorded that. We planned that last Saturday, so I'll be very excited. Green Bay at Tampa is the 425 or 405? Green Bay, Tampa. It's a Fox doubleheader tomorrow. Both the Patriots, Ravens, and the Bucks, uh, Bucks Packers will be on Fox. So you'll have the second team doing Patriots, Ravens, an odd flip where the AFC game is on Fox. And then at 425, it'll be helpful because they got the uh, the lead-in with the uh, Patriots-Ravens. So, interesting point by Danny. I have no idea if it's right or not when he said that Bill Robert blacked out the 1 o'clock game on Fox that had Brady. So, I don't. I have no idea. I, I, I pride myself on knowing about these things. But if that's the case, then, they, then your whole point about the ratings being a new rubric of uh, no standing. <laughs> you feel good about Tommy Boy after uh, losing his receiving core and throwing uh, no, iPads all over the place? Not or? very good. I, 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 is, it, is it ironic that his ring finger is injured? 
only two and a half point favorites. Oh, they were pick them yesterday. Were they really? Oh, yeah. Oh, that uh, went down. Oh, yeah. Oh, because of the receivers. Yep. And Brady's, uh, Rick Strav was reporting he was shaking his uh, throwing hands. Oh, times. I, I didn't even see that. Wow. Yeah. So, Ooh, uh, big chance for Rodgers. Need some redemption here. Uh, yeah. Week three redemption. That seems to be about right for Aaron Rodgers. Why does every, you pick them to get to the Super Bowl this year? Yeah. I, what, how many times do you have to get just, kicked in the I head? I just can't believe that Rodgers is going to end his career with only one. Like, that just can't happen. Like, he's bound to get back, and that, this is the year. It's a but weekend, did you see last year at home with the I lead against Jimmy Garoppolo? I didn't even, like, evaluate their team. It was just Rodgers is due to get back. He has to get back. But he's he's been the best player in the NFL for a decade, and he's never won anything. I know. It's just whatever it is, coaching, mostly coaching, I blame, but it's got to be more than that. <laughs> Tom Brady be... and Aaron Rodgers have been to as many Super Bowls representing the NFC. That is one of the most under – what was it called? Uh mm-hmm. He's, he's underperformed. By the way, passer rating right now, Mac Jones 19th, Brady 20th. I would say I would take Mac. Mac better than Brady. Yeah, I, passer rating, Nick, look it up. 83.2 to 82.8. QBR? QBR I don't look at. Unless Mac's got a better QBR. He'll bring that up next week. <laughs> he does. His DVOA. Actually, he does. 38.9 to 27.8. Man, okay. Mac is schooling Brady. So well, Look at PFF. Yeah, I saw you tweet that out. It was not pleasant. Who was grading the PFF this year? Oh, okay. Now we're blaming the people that grade the Rick PFF. Rick Stroud grades the PFF? Last year, he was using Mac Jones' as PFF all year, but now it's now all of a sudden culturally biased against Mac. Who's the uh, play-by-play guy? Deckerhoff? He probably grades the uh, the Bucks uh, scores. Fire the cannons <laughs> guy. Let's go to uh, Jack and Wellesley. Hi, Jack. You loved Tom Brady. Oh, hello. <laughs> Thanks for taking my call. Hi, Jack. Guys. <laughs> You're not, every week um, he tries yeah. to bring me to the same argument, Jack. I'm not going to allow him. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you, you too? Good. Excellent. Uh, yeah, real quick, uh, vis-a-vis your Mac Jones discussion. Um, so I just wanted to say real quick, I know you two are not the alarmists. However, uh, there are some alarmists. And I just want to say uh, I think three years is the appropriate timeline for a new quarterback. we got to give Mac three years, and then we can reevaluate. Yeah, I would say that's fair in general, but you know if it's an elite quarterback pretty quickly. Like, I, I feel like I'm very confident in saying that Mac Jones is not going to be an MVP in the NFL. Well, there's truth to that. But remember, I mean, Josh Allen, for his first, I think, two years was like the definition of mediocrity. Right. Like a lot of these quarterbacks struggled a couple of years and then ended up being pro bowlers and MVPs. So totally agree, Jack. But the, issue, the issue with that, Jack, is that Josh Allen was a project from Wyoming who had raw talent, whereas Mac right. Jones was a Nick Saban product who was built to be in this offense with this team. Right. Well, I, I guess my, my point is if, if Mac Jones does succeed, it's not going to be through obviously athletic ability, but rather uh, perhaps just by learning how to read defenses and dissect them. I think that's if that's something he can figure out, I think maybe not an MVP, but maybe a, a regular pro bowler and one who can win a Super Bowl. I think there's still a very good shot of that. Totally agree. That's fair, Jack, and I appreciate the call. Now, how about this big breaking news? Advantage Patriots. Don't never like to see this, Curtis. Never root for an injury, but big I, Bills I, I just saw you pumping your fist. Big Buffalo Bills injury news. Micah Hyde, their safety, has been placed on injured reserve. Wow. Due to his recent neck injury, he is out for the season per his agent. That is a massive loss. The hope is for a full return from the herniated disc in 2023. Let's hope Mike Giardi doesn't have to report on that injury, given his history saying that word. (laughs) (laughs) Micah Hyde out for the year for the Bills. That's That's a loss. That is a big one. That is really big, biggest news in Kansas City right now. But still, big news in the division. If I mean, you, if you hope to keep up with that offense, that helps. 
the uh, the loss of Duggar would be big tomorrow. Speaking yep. locally about yep. a safety, yep. Uh, you know, uh, Peppers came in, played very well in the second half against Pittsburgh. Bill Belichick has done a very good job in getting the depth in that part of the secondary because those guys seem to fall down. You know, like running backs, they sort of are in. A, they're just a tough position to play. You're coming up, smashing into running backs, all that. So you know, they're they have depth there. So they've been able to, you know, they were able to succeed in Pittsburgh despite the loss of Duggar in that game. But it looks like Duggar is going to be out tomorrow if you believe what you read. But in terms of the NFL landscape and the division, Micah Hyde, woof, especially Dolphins fans got to be celebrating that. Micah Hyde was one of the best players in the field in that game they lost in the wild card. Was it Buffalo. here or Poyer who had the pick? Poyer had, oh, no, it was Hyde who had the pick. Uh, unbelievable that was a great, He ran all the way across the field to pick that off. It was actually a pretty good throw by back. I mean, obviously he was picked Is off. Is he their best defensive player? I mean, they have a... Vaughn Miller has been great, even though he's old. Uh, Milano, BC guy, very good linebacker. They're a young nose tackle. Ed Oliver's out for tomorrow, too, so advantage Dolphins there. Man, could you imagine the Dolphins, like, stealing a win here based on this? Could you imagine? O, Dolphins? You know what this feels like, though? Do you remember Josh McDaniels' first year in, in Denver, and he started 6-0? and mm-hmm. This McDaniels run in Miami feels similar. It's kind of goofy. You know, you're like, is this really happening? <laughs> Uh, he is an odd dude, Mike McDaniel. Especially, he's like he's like he's like that crappy. I guy like in, him though. Don't he you? reminds me of that guy in the Greg Hill show, the stupid one-liners every time he talks. Jackson, yeah, look at a shot at Jackson. He's been a big find. All right, so Bills with a big injury. Micah Hyde out for the year. Their safety six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. I want to play this uh, audio from Tatum if you don't mind. I tease this. I want to pay off on that tease. So uh, No Moss Gathers, our buddy, uh, has found a West Virginia reporter who had unearthed or posted Jason Tatum talking about Joe Mazzulla last year. I don't know where this is from. It's probably the playoffs. Where, like, you yeah, asked. it's when Jason Tatum was walking around with the ball before game five or six or whatever it was. Oh, nice. All right, so somebody asked him randomly about Joe Mazzulla in the midst of a playoff run, their assistant coach, and here's what Tatum had to say. Ime was just talking about building his coaching staff this year, and he said that when he was building it, the players stepped up and said, we need to keep Joe Missoula on this staff. Why did you feel that he was such an important member of the coaching staff? And how have you seen him grown as a coach? I didn't say that. No, uh, <laughs> no, nah, uh, I love Joe. And uh, I think, you, you know, just being around him for the last, I think this is his third year, maybe second or third year. Uh, you could tell how passionate he is about, you know, the guys and um, his craft. And he's gotten so much more knowledgeable and and, um, more detailed um, and just more vocal and, and, you know, more comfortable in his role as a coach. You've seen a growth from his first year and he's helped me out tremendously, you know, as a player and as a person. Uh, You know, so I can't say enough good things about Joe and, you know, everybody appreciates, you know, what he brings to this team. Um, And, you know, I'm glad that we, you know, have him. So, no matter what he thought about him, he's not going to rip him, I'm sure, in that setting. Oh, but, but, you, but, but that's, that... now it makes sense. Total sense that you have a guy, I'm sure, that when this all hit the fan, they they spoke with Tatum, mm-hmm. and Tatum said, this is the guy I like, and they said, here he is. You think Brad was offended? Tatum didn't say, Brad, I want you to come back and coach. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. I'm sure Brad has really tried to become more hip. And be up on the latest news, but no, I I think that uh, Missoula was now it makes sense he was picked by Tatum, and then well, one thing both Wick said yesterday and you heard Tatum say there is about the passion of Missoula. If nothing else, it sounds like he's going to be a high energy, good quote. Good and he interview. went to Pete Shepard's high school. Did he really? Bishop Hendrick in Rhode Island. 
There you go. So he's a Rhode Island guy. His dad is a Bryant University Hall of Famer. He uh, ate stale story recently. <laughs> no, uh, it, it would be an amazing story. Uh, he's thirty-four. Are there are the guys on the team older than him? Uh, there must be right. Wow, I feel old. Jesus, Al Horford is Horford. So Horford's older than the coach. That might less, be it. Which is less of a thing anymore. By the way, before but, this whole bleep storm came out, I love the training camp talk of Celtics people who are just regurgitating things. The agent says. Al Horford looks great. He looks like he wants to play another three to four years beyond this season. There's your player, Coach. Give Al the assistant coaching job. I mean, let's get Merloni's thoughts. Let's go to uh, David in Florida. Hi, David. David. Good morning. Morning. You know, we landed. You guys are great. Uh, We landed to all this Celtics talk. You know, I had this, this kind of weird dream last night that they were having open tryouts and... I was selected and I was picked. I mean, it was really bizarre. I mean, I I, I was chosen to, and amazing stuff, huh? I mean, I was drafted by the Celtics. It was a really weird dream I had. But, you know, two things. What really confuses me is that if this was consensual, then the woman needs to, then the Celtics need to, to mention the woman's name because she's just as responsible as, as Amy and the other well, David, it wasn't. That's why we're in this position. But the, well, the globe. I mean, the globe was, was saying. I mean, it's not certain. I don't think it's certain that. Well, of course, that, it is. I, I, did you read the globe articles today? Uh, I no, I didn't. Uh, I, mean, I don't subscribe ES, anymore. ESPN. I mean, okay. If it is, if it wasn't consensual, fine. Then, then that's understandable. But the other thing too that is that I found very um frightening is that. The Celtics seem to. I got the impression from the press conference yesterday that if there was no leak, that they never would have taken any action, and and Emi would have still would still be holding his job. Is that? Did you get that impression? Not at all. No, not even in the slightest. I mean, that's sort of. I mean, Brad Stevens was saying. Well, I mean, Brad was was reiterating numerous times that that the leak was. Um, was was why they were holding the press conference? I don't know. I mean, that's that's okay. Well, uh, why you're holding a press conference and Ime coaching the team are two drastically different things. Uh, okay, sorry, David. Uh, not, not connecting today. Celtics obviously had the press conference. They had a two month investigation, right? right? So they're they're revealing. They would have had a press conference regardless. It might have been at 10 p.m. on a Friday night. I don't know, but. You know. I, I'm sorry. I just, it's, you know, it's not a story where you can really make light of things. Yeah, so the yeah. jokes don't land and it's, it sucks. The whole thing sucks. It sucks for the organization. It sucks for the people that have been unfairly attacked because of it, the whole situation. And it's, it sucks because we can't speak educated with any education on the topic because we don't know the facts of the case. Serious question on Monday, media day, players are going to be asked about it. Obviously, maybe that's the only thing they're asked about or Missoula. Do you think they could push it back? Push media day back? I have no idea. I've never worked in PR, but it would just create drama. I think so. You you pretty just much have to grin do and bear it. it. Yeah, but does anybody say anything that re- that reveals one ounce of how they feel about Udoka? Do we get any more out of media day, or are the players just not no comment? The only on? thing I can think of is sometime during the Patriots game or sometime in advance of the start of media day, there is a release with statements from the pertinent people who say something to the effect of really enjoyed playing for Ime, a really unfortunate situation. 
according to team council, I am not permitted to speak on something I don't know the facts of yeah. or whatever. And then, like the Patriots, you know how they'd release a statement and then Bill would come up to the dais and he'd say, well, Stacy just handed out this statement. I will not be addressing the deflate gate suspension or whatever. So that's my guess is that because you don't want to. But reporters will still ask about it. Of course. You but try, but they still will. I'm just saying that that will be the tact that they will take. Will, will somebody yeah, well, say I something? Made a, I think I made a statement about that today, and I'll just leave it at that. Nobody is as good as Bill at just staring in the face of repeated questions. No, it's almost like he gets enjoyment out of it. But it's been a while. You're right about Bill. He's a new Bill. He is a lighter, looser Bill. It's loose Bill. He's commenting on Lamar I, Jackson's contract. I know. He's like a Baltimore sports radio caller. Do you think Harbaugh, or was Harbaugh asked about Bill's comment? I mean, Harbaugh's got to take a shot back. Yeah, it's a very interesting relationship. I mean, I would say the single best game of the double dynasty when it comes to on-the-line ramifications of it, electric nature of the stadium and importance, was the divisional game in 2014. You mean a home game or a non-Super Bowl game? Non-Super Bowl game. I mean, that thing, the Patriots twice come back from two touchdowns down. You have the Edelman to Amendola pass. You have the place, the roof falling off. The whole play, that was the loudest Gillette Stadium's ever been. As a result of that game, you have the Harbaugh dropping a dime to Pagano about the balls, which leads to Deflate Gate. You have the Brady saying that they should read the rule book. You had the Suggs and Ray Lewis. I mean, those games were just that day and what that, the ramifications of that victory were massive. So uh, there is a long history, and I'm certain that that did not escape the notice of uh, Harbaugh when Bill was talking about Lamar's contract. Maybe those guys got to study the rule book and, you know, figure it out. And... There oh, we was, go. was that Zoe at the end? Can you play that again? Just laughing at it. Maybe those guys got to study the rule book and, you know, figure it out. And... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's Burton. Good laugh, uh, though. Burton, Burton and Bill were, speaking of a new Bill, they were like humping each other at halftime <laughs> saying happy birthday. All right, Patriots and Bills, rivalry game, home opener. NFL Sunday will be on location at Helix tomorrow, right at the old Showcase Cinemas location at Patriot Place, 23 Patriot Place. And and Whitney said he'd be signing anything you bring. Right. He's also going to be playing video games throughout the show. He'll be live on Call of Duty. Right, we call that a shime. That's a shime. Shime will be there. He's going to make that one. Is Shime coming tonight for the big Jake Owen? I don't know, but I've got to get. I'm getting James ready to go for the roof deck at Nima. You are bringing the young child to the Nima roof deck tonight. I I do what I'm told. Okay. He's, he he got an appearance fee, so we got to show up. All right. So check out, uh, details. Are tickets left there at the Greg Hill Foundation website? I think the tickets are available for tonight's concert. I don't know who will be introducing Jake Owens because uh, is it Owen or Owens? I think Owen. You had on the show. I've never. I've, I have no idea who he is. He's a very nice guy and great performer. Oof. Um, Jake Owen, or mm-hmm. Owens, whichever you prefer. Owen. Jake Owen uh, will be tonight at Big Night Live, and tickets are available at the Greg Hill Foundation. Great cause. Uh, but the big story was that Shime was going to be in, like, dungarees and introduce him. Yeah, but he's battling the flu or something. So I don't know who's going to be introducing you, him You, my tonight. friend. You uh, and James. Oh, that, that's why we're going to the 2-4 to four event, so I can be home and watching football. All right, so I want to. we had a little bit of a Sox talk coming up. Can I get you a little judge, oh. a thought on judge? You don't have to ask me twice. And pregame at 12.05, so we're heading who's the, who's the loser we have doing that today? Laird Man. All right. Boss Man Laird in the big chair today. <laughs> Are we going to have a Tim Neverett uh, sort of T- Tim's our clubhouse inside. All right. He'll be joining us at 1. Get Boston Sports Original on the go wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. We're right back to it. Ken and Curtis on WEEI.
Ken and Curtis show up until noon. My man Chris Curtis here. I'm Kent Laird. Sox pregame at 12.05. Aaron Judge continues the chase for 61 today against Nick Pavetta. And got to say, there's a fair chance of that happening based on Judge being 5 for 11 with two dongs against him all time. However, Curtis, speaking of Judge, I am coming around in a big way on the Red Sox going after him and going after him and signing him. Now, this season, if he's a triple crown winner, which he and Bogarts are obviously fighting here for the uh, batting title. Let's go bogey. Uh, the value goes up, I guess. I mean, wh- whatever he finishes, the value has gone up from his counteroffer to the Yankees before the year was nine or ten years at $36 million per season, so $360 million. It's gone up since, right? How do you not love this? Where I, Obviously, it's been beneficial to a team you dislike. I get that, but... This is the personal human story of a guy betting on himself against this behemoth of an organization that's just decided to not spend for whatever reason. He has made that And made it public. Cashman decided to talk about the money they offered him because he thought it was to their advantage to do so. Which is such dirty pool, too, that these organizations do. Who did that? Was it Lamar Jackson? The Ravens did that right before the opener of the season. It's Mm -hmm. like, if you don't think he's worth it, then stand behind it. Why are you releasing information that's going to be damaging to him or to the fan base? It's just, I hate the pathetic, weak ownership of certain organizations. And for Aaron Judge to not only play well where, if he played well, the money was going to go up anyway, because as a free agent, you have 29 other clubs that can vie for your services. But to play this well, historically great, on the precipice of hitting free agency, and as I asked Heim Bloom this week, I said, you know, why not just go after him to inflict pain on your biggest rival? Because if the Yankees view the Red Sox as a legitimate threat to sign Judge, they're going to have to spend more than they want anyway. Yeah. So at the worst, you create a bidding war. Of course. Which I guess the Mets are going to do, and maybe the Giants, and some people have said the Cubs could be a dark horse, or the White Sox. So you're bidding against a lot of teams. And it's not a pitcher. Where it's like Sale, who can go <clears throat> biking, or by the way, anybody seen him anywhere? <laughs> N- you know, Bueller. Have we seen Chris Sale anywhere? You're not only worried about the bike; you're just worried about rib injuries out of the blue. But in, right, exactly. I mean, lockouts can be very devastating to your ribs. But the um, with Aaron Judge, he's a designated hitter who is going no, to be. No, he's an outfielder for you for a while. Right, but if things don't go well, if as this, you know, and he's still a yeah, trade option yeah. to the entire sport now because it's a universal DH. What's the downside? Explain to me the the issues with giving a ten year, four hundred and fifty million dollar offer to Aaron Judge. Well, the downside is he's Chris Davis, right? He, like he's in five years, he's thirty five, and you have five years left on the contract, and forty million a year is going to a guy who's hitting two hundred, and it's awkward, and he strikes out every time. I mean, there is a downside. I'm not gonna say there's not. Okay, but it's worth it for the first five years, right? The pain, the, not don't just gloss over that. It's a great point. The glorious pain you inflict on the Yankees to steal their triple crown winner, the home run champion, that I mean, is Ruthian. Total would be eight year deal, you know, seven free agent years at thirty point five. Yeah, why would hey Aaron? Why would you want to sign for that scumbag? Like he probably know. doesn't. Don't I you would, think he's gone? I mean, people are saying like the Yankees what? can't this let him go. He wants city. to go. If he comes here, it's his town. Him and Tatum would share it. I mean, 10 for 400, I would say. It's probably what he's going to go for. Just, 10 for 400? 19 times a year he gets to just hit it over the monster or over the, you know, the short porch and right at Yankee Stadium. God, would that be great. That We could really use a hot stove with some heat, you know, with those right. two teams going after it. And, and no matter what happens to Bogarts, obviously in that scenario he leaves. 
Nobody cares, right? I mean, you are you get over Bogarts the Bogarts is already gone, by the way. I mean, he's gone. You, you would get some people saying, why wouldn't you have just given Mookie that instead of Judge, which is a fair point. But I guess you could say you restock the farm system. You're and I would go, say, whatever. I should we know. compound the mistake by then just never <laughs> signing a good player again because we didn't sign Mookie? Now, do you give it any chance? I would say 50-50 right 50% now. 50% chance? I Red said Sox this sign? at the – when I had given blood, I was like I, – I, I had a come-to-Jesus <laughs> moment. I was you gave blood lightheaded. at Fenway. You literally gave blood at right. Fenway. Right. I, I bled out at Fenway Park for Aaron Judge, and I found out that he was a universal donor like myself, and so I said, we got to do it. Did you get a baby onesie from them for that? No. I did not. Patriots gave you one. The Patriots, man. They're going to go to – they're going to win again Sunday. Yeah, I got the pick. I will never pick against them. Same score as last week you're picking. 28-24 every week. It's like the people that I am sit behind at my uh, corner store that always use the same numbers, the lottery. They're eventually going to be right. So, um, by the way, that's a story for another day, but the lottery, my lord. But um, <laughs> the uh, – yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah, I can't Kevin come Millar, up with a good reason. Can it's you... his birthday today. Why not us? Okay, is it really? Yeah. Happy birthday. So you get Devers and Judge, three, four, in the order. You get your Manny and your Ortiz for a decade. Yep. I mean, what is wrong with that? What, 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 what is can't wrong with you that? sell with Aaron Judge? He's got the million-dollar smile. He's larger than life. He's big poppy, but he's even bigger. I mean, awesome. Now, could they fill out the rest of the rotation? And it's, It will take more than two players to obviously win a championship. Is the farm system under Bloom good enough? But that's why you have Bloom. Right. So you say, Bloom, you got to do the rest. Right. You can't. This is it. We're signing you two big pieces. Right. Ivaldi's gone. Waka's gone. I don't know. Well, I mean, you have next year's Cy Young winner, Bello. Bayo. Yeah. Right. You got to get five of those. I mean, basically, groom five Brian Bayos. Why don't you just do this? Why don't you, uh, what's it called when you, um, God, I can't think of the word. You you create the same thing again. Clone. Clone. Why don't you clone Bayo? Mm, they should. <laughs> now, don't mock Bayo. He's been excellent. Superb. I would actually say perfecto. I am looking forward to that game tomorrow night. There's reasons still to watch this team. They are auditioning for next year. Tomorrow night, I will be knee-deep in 49ers and Broncos. Excellent. I, I think Sunday we have five game. number ones. Yeah, we'll go back to the John Farrell five number ones. Wade Miley was a, an ace that year. Wade Miley. What a team. John Farrell, man. Talk about a guy that random people to win a World Series in baseball history. This team doesn't feel as bad as that. Do you remember the 14, 15 years? Like the, the, the years, it was, they were last place. It was Hanley. It was Pablo. It, it was just a feeling of dread. Wasn't that when Even the Hanley rumors them. were going on? With like weird stuff going on? Oh, yeah. On? Well, yeah. I don't know when that came, but it may have been later. I, I don't remember much of 14, 15. Ben Charrington be was the GM, and it just felt, it felt like there was no hope. This team does not feel that way. No. Like they got Trevor Story. They have a good replacement for Bogarts internally, right? So he can leave, and then you get Judge and have to give up nothing for him, just money, right? And All you rise. Think, and you think right? And you think John Henry's going to buy a, an NBA team? But this is the type of deal you do if you're worried about the bottom line. Aaron Judge is a box office star. He is a buzzworthy guy. If you're out and you're 23 in Boston, and it's a nice Saturday afternoon in July, and you're thinking about going to Cask and whatever. You want to go to the bleachers and see Judge. He's a guy that brings you to the park the same way Manny and Ortiz did. I will ask my guy Will Fleming during the uh, in the booth interview today and Ian Brown, Clubhouse Insider, I next love hour, whether they're going to do this, whether they're going to go after him. Please give Ian my regards. They also could go after Edwin Diaz, Mets closer. That's another big one. Ooh, bring the trumpets. Just You pilfer New York. I you just take the best from New York. I say we do it, and then, you know, we, we just take over Major League Baseball. By the way, Clip Curtis saying future Cy Young winner Brian Bayo. 
because I would like that. Uh, I, I would say by the time right by that. the time James is forty, they're going to rename it the Brian Bayo. If you're just joining us, by the way, big uh, news in the NFL world today: Micah Hyde placed on injured reserve for the Bills. One thing that um, that sucks. Ted Johnson had a great quote last year that Bill has a Josh Allen problem. He's totally right about that, and that might be for ten years. But this is big for this year. That gives the Patriots a glimmer of hope. It has nothing to do with the Patriots. Yes, it Ken. does. Yes, it does. They could be the third best team in the AFC, and then based on injury and misfortune, Wait, who's sneak the third, in there. Who's the first two? Chiefs and Bills, number one and two, in so whatever order. So then, how does that have anything to do with the Patriots? So Patriots could be three, and then if there's Ken, misfortune, you don't believe that we the fall, Patriots are the third be, best right team now, in the could AFC. Be, could be. What does could be mean? Well, I don't think the who's number three right now. Bengals, the Chargers. Okay, you beat them last year. I don't think the Chargers are that good. Oh, is this the Patriots trumpet? are not that far off. There we go. There we go. Edwin Diaz. Let's get away from the football. Ken is making an ass Red Sox pregame is next with the Bossman. You can have you can have Keith Lockhart do it conducting this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.